happening? Oh, no worries. Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome to the weekly show of What is School For? My name is I. I'm the host of this weekly live streaming show. You can also listen to our show on the traditional audio-only podcast. Just search what is school for on this show i interview leading entrepreneurs business leaders and educators education professionals students and parents to come here to discuss debate and disrupt education our goal is to future proof the next generation and today i have my dear friend <laughs> very excited and co-author julia mccoy on the show to talk about our new book, Skip the Degree, Save the Tuition. And uh, for those of you who don't know who is Julia, she is an amazing woman. She's a self-made multi-million dollar business owner. She's a content marketing expert, and she's the founder of two companies, Content Hacker and Express Writer, and has been in business forever, <laughs> more than a decade. She's an author. <laughs> And this book that we are writing together is her actually book number four. And uh, she's also an online course creator and a speaker and her work has been featured in Forbes, Search Engine Journal, Entrepreneur, Co-Schedule and so many different places. So in today's interview, we're going to give you like a sneak peek at our book, what the book is about and what is the inspiration behind the book. And who is this book for? And what are the stories? What is the content included in the book? And how can you benefit from reading the book? We also have a beta group uh, for people who are interested uh, in reading, being a beta reader of the book. So we're also going to share with you how you can be involved in this global movement. And uh, we are live on Facebook. We're also live in the books a private Facebook group, so really exciting. And we're also live on LinkedIn, on Facebook, on Periscope, on YouTube, and on Twitch. So if you are live with us right now, and uh, let me know in the comment section where you guys are joining us live from, social media-wise and geographically speaking. And uh, without any further ado, Julia, welcome. Thank you so much. I just love you so much. And I'm so, so excited to be writing this book with you. I cannot, I can't, it's hard to put it into words, right? Because we're at the place where it's going off to the editor and we've done like almost a year's worth of work. Well, for you, you're pulling decades from hosting disruptive educational shows. And then I'm pulling from nine years of hiring, managing people, right? So that's coming together into what's going to be truly an amazing, amazing um, book. Should I get headphones? I see someone saying his audio is hearing two voices. Uh, two voices? I don't know. Yeah, let's both get our headphones. Yeah. We are Grab literally my... having people from all over the globe with us. We're really excited. And this book is going to change people's lives and save them money. Not to mention that. So let me put Right? <laughs> Nothing's better than that. <laughs> Yeah, so totally. Uh, so Julia, like um, most people here, they already know my story. So uh, please do share more information about you and the company you have built and uh, uh, companies, right, of you you have built. So share, tell us more about who you are, what you do. And uh, oh my God, so many people are here. Peter, ah, I miss you. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, so share, tell us more about you. 
Oh, I can't hear. Can you hear me? Hold on. I can't hear you. Can you hear? Can you guys still hear us? Hello, Alex. Oh my goodness! So many friends here. Can you guys still hear me? I can now hear Julia. <laughs> I think we have too much fun here. Hold on, let me add this. Let me know, everyone. Can you still hear me? I can't hear anything. Get audio issues. Yes. So they can hear me, but no you. Yeah, Julia. So maybe only me, not Julia. So anyway, I swear trying to get Julia's audio. So I want to share with you. And uh, yeah, Julia, we can't hear you. Yeah. And uh, so Julia, actually, and um, I had her on my show a few months ago to talk. Okay. This is the now. Yeah, you're back. You're back. Yeah. So tell us more about you. And I also want you to share uh, what inspired you to actually write this book. We can hear you fine. Okay, good. Let me try something else. Okay. Yeah. I want to avoid so people don't hear us twice. Can you all hear me? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Good. So Peter says he can hear us twice. I just want to make sure people can hear us. Okay. Good. Rachel, Rochelle is saying yes. Good. Good. Whenever I unplugged, whenever I plugged in my headphones, I had to unplug my mic and then the system muted it. That was really weird. So I had to click unmute. Yeah. No worries. We can hear good. you. Good. I'm saying yes, yes, yes. That's awesome. Okay. So your question was about the beginning of the book journey. Yeah, so I want you to, like, for those people who don't know who you are, like, tell us more. You know, my introduction is so brave. You're such an amazing woman. So tell us more about who you are and the inspiration behind the book. Definitely share your dropout story, and then I will share my dropout story. Oh, I love it. Let's do it. So, <laughs> yes, the two dropouts behind Skip the Degree. <laughs> I love it. And then we have 30 people involved in this book, too, which is amazing. Yeah, so we're definitely cool. going to talk about the people involved in the book, share some exciting stories. You guys will be like, oh, my God, I can't believe those stories. Yes. Yeah, so go ahead. Yeah. Julia. So true. So true. Yeah. Well, so my story goes back to, um, first of all, I'll just give you a quick rundown of the whole story, which I've started telling this year, Dr. I actually inspired me to share this book. She gave me the idea for it. So I published this February, the, a memoir of my life, which is I grew up inside of an abusive cult. It was a religious cult. I was wearing long dresses every day. You know, we were doing things like you couldn't, there were so many rules. We couldn't even watch Netflix. So at 21 years old, I escaped that environment and did things like watch Netflix for the first time. So that's my backstory. And that has become a book called Woman Rising, where I tell what life in a cult was like. But what happened in my childhood was that I kind of created my own reality through writing. So I had this lifeline, it was my passion, writing, and I just followed it. And at 19 years old, I was in college for a nursing degree, which was more my family's 
um, it was more their idea than mine to get an RN degree. So I got halfway through that and I realized I'm gonna make a terrible nurse and I hate this. <laughs> so I'm like, what do I love to do? And there was one morning, it was, I was 19 years old, woke up one morning, asked myself that, keep in mind like this environment I'm living in is really abusive, controlling, terrible, and my lifeline is writing. So keeping that in mind, it was an instant light bulb moment for me to say, I love to write. How do I make that a living? How do I turn that into a self-made career? So at 19 years old, I was Googling how to write for a living. And I stumbled across the entire industry of freelance writing, which was kind of a baby still back then in 2011. That's almost a decade ago. So I found Upward back then. It was called Odesk. Signed up to Odesk, got my first gigs paid like a dollar an article, which is abysmal. <laughs> I think I'm making um, 500 times that. <laughs> so crazy. But that's how I started. So I just got work and I got repeat work. I was meeting deadlines. I was showing up on time. I was really committing to quality. So those core commitments at the beginning really meant that I got repeat work. And within three months, I was earning more per month than my parents were, which is crazy more than my parents had ever earned per month and more than I'd ever earned. So I was like, okay, I think I have something here. And this was three months after self-teaching. So that happened. And then I was like- And at the time you were like 20 or still 19, like right now we're talking about. Yeah, so I was in between. I was almost about to turn 20. So when I turned 20 was when I started Express writers. I was, it was in the month. I turned 20 in February and I had the idea before February. So January of that year. And by May, I had launched Express Writers and I coded my own website. Everything at the beginning was tons of hard work, but it was so worth it because it was my passion, what I love doing. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna start a business. And five minutes after that thought occurred, I was like, Express Writers. And I just wow. ran with it, never thought it would be what it is today, which today we have 90 people. We just finished our 30,000th project and we're serving clients just around the world, which is so, so cool that my passion turned into that. And now, like you said, I've started other things, multiple businesses that just kind of stemmed organically from Express Writers. Like with content, I saw a need to teach content because so many marketers weren't doing it right. And then we had to teach them in our agency. And I was like, okay, well, let me just launch an educational brand and start teaching what I know. And I didn't do that till I had been full-time in content for about five or six years, which I love that about you too. You know, I think it's so important to have a practitioner first approach. Mm -hmm. There's so many gurus that just hop online and build a course and those people aren't practitioners. So that's where I started from is making sure I was practicing it before I taught it. I mean, it is such a great point. We have like in, in academia, in education, we have so many people who are only you know, teaching lip service, they are not practitioners. And also in industry, I see the same thing, right? Everyone all of a sudden is a self-claimed expert on something, but they don't even like practice what they preach. So yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah, yes. yeah. Yeah. So this is a this is such an interesting story because I, I I love it and especially the dropout part. Like for me is you know like I my my journey has been really really traditional. You know, getting as an immigrant and as a like um, Asian background. Like my 
expectation, the expectation I got from my parents is getting as many degrees as possible, right? So like about a few years, I still hear kind of an echo. Is it from me? I don't yeah. know. Okay, good. Yeah. So if you don't hear, that's good. Yeah. So a few years into my teaching career, I realized this model is really like broken. And so I decided to leave this really comfortable position and start my own thing. And uh, so that's kind of where Julia and I, we combined our forces to, to write this book. Yeah, so tell us more about this book. You share the inspiration behind the book. And so can you share with us more about what is included in the book and who is this book for? Yes, absolutely. So save, um, skip the degree, save the tuition. Our focus in this book is to create a pathway. So the subtitle of the book is your A to Z pathway to pretty much creating an income based on a digital skill set. And in the book, we're teaching you how to arrive at that skill set. So it's not just, you know, I have people ask this back when I pulled my audience this January, February, I was like, what do you think of this book idea? And they were all like, just make sure the whole book doesn't, you know, rip apart college. That's <laughs> where kind of I come in, right? <laughs> like, we'll do that in the first chapter. That's Dr. Eyes drop. No, <laughs> no, you really don't, though. The first chapter, um, the doctor that you contributed, I think you do a wonderful job of presenting the data behind all of the actual statistics and facts in the market. So the whole picture of the book, the first chapter, and this happens so organically, the whole book is an organic journey. I didn't even plan to publish it till a few years later because my third book had just come out in February. Mm. And then the pandemic happened and I had this book idea called Skip the Degree. And during the pandemic, 88% of organizations across the world went remote and all of their workers, all of their employees had to learn how to, like they had to learn overnight digital skills. So the need for this book went up by probably by 500 to 1000%. So I was like, we have to write this book. And then like the next week, it was February or March, I met with you on a Facebook Live and you were like, you know, I have all the data. I, and I was like, that's what I need. I think you came to the show, we were talking about the value or if it is still worth it to go to yeah. college or something like that. That was our profit. Yes. And you had like, you're this walking wealth of knowledge, data, like going back to the 80s, they knew there were models done of the highest performing managers in every workplace. And they knew in the 80s that the highest performing managers developed um, not learning skills, not academia skills, but they developed social skills, experiential skills. You don't get those skills from school. Social, you may, but experiential, you'll only get that from experience. So if that's 80% of where your job success comes from, and they knew that in the 80s, it's high time for this book. <laughs> it's overdue. <laughs> uh, to totally, totally, definitely, definitely. And right now I'm actually revisiting the, the book by John Hart and uh, was quite a, from quite a few decades ago. And it was so fascinating and sad at the same time, the, the problems he pointed out in education from five decades ago, I was like, wow we're still wow. feeling the same way yeah. about the educational system today. Like students are feeling stressed and depressed and uh, that's kind of the state of being of our students today. Yeah, it's very interesting. And going back to content is such a great comment from Sean saying that, you know, content can make you 
uh, future side hustle millionaire. Look at Julia, right? She's a walking example for sure, for sure, yeah. So here is another question going back, I think from Dan asking you about your, like, you know, your parents upbringing. And do you feel like this actually give you some advantages to tackle the challenges of starting a business Many people complain that formal schooling creates too many mental structures and barriers and for students. So it sounds like you didn't develop those like limitations and barriers. Yes, that's a great question. Yeah. So, um, you know, what I see now that I'm an entrepreneur, we've been doing this for nine years. We have an agency with 90 people. We did 30,000 projects. What I see is this pattern among the people we hire. And unfortunately, fresh college, college graduates, there's like two buckets, college graduates or people with advanced degrees. And that's what they've relied on to get a job and to get income. Those people, we can't hire. We actually have to turn them away. And what happened to me is that I had a very off the grid type of upbringing. So we were homeschooled, you know, that was part of, we were hidden from the, world and we were abused we were in this cult we were told to think a certain way controlled there was mind control manipulation brainwashing so in order to protect all that and cps not to see we were homeschooled uh, not that's not doesn't mean homeschooling is bad it was just you know that's what a lot of cult leaders actually do to control their kids so along the way of being homeschooled i did have you know a lot of benefits we weren't in the public school system which meant the bad thing was I didn't have any social skills, but the other side of it was I was reading Shakespeare at seven years old. And I don't know if anyone here has read Shakespeare, but it's brutal. <laughs> All the these and thous and the theoristic language, and it's ridiculous. It will build your vocabulary faster than probably a college education and masters in English. So you're going to learn if you sit down and read volumes and you get accustomed and you just grow that way. So we were kind of almost taught to be self-taught from an early mm -hmm. age and that definitely, definitely helped me. And that's what I'm trying to do with my kid. I think you're trying to do Dr. I with your kids and we see the value of that. So I'm trying to raise my kid, think about being self-led and that's what we've kind of lost in our society and why I can't hire 99% of the people that come to express writers because they don't have the value, the principle of being self-led. You have to, there's autonomy that has to happen. You have to have the skill. That's when you're ready to be hired by almost anyone. And then you, you become in demand. You go from not getting a job to suddenly in demand. It's a skill set and being autonomous that does that. So definitely my upbringing had a lot to do with it, but I don't, I would also say, like, don't think you have to grow up in a cult to be, <laughs> that's not a necessity here. In fact, you know, I wish I didn't. There's scars that I've had to heal from that are pretty traumatic. Um, but definitely being self-led and being taught to read from a very early age and just, like I was given stacks and stacks of books and told, okay, this is what you're going to be doing the next day. And I'd sit down and just read through those books. And it was so crazy. Like I was almost legally blind by the time I was 18. I found LASIK, which is why I don't wear glasses, but I read so much. Mm -hmm. And that built my vocabulary as a writer that transformed my skills. It gave me the words I needed to be able to write at a really, really young age. 
Wow, that's amazing. Reminds me, you know, even with homeschooling, we homeschool our children and under homeschooling, there are different approaches. Uh, actually, one approach is just like reading and they read everything about like math, geography, literature. So I can see the value. Definitely, definitely. Everyone's so impressed, you know, Shakespeare at seven. Talk about uh, it. <laughs> I agree. But it's such like, you know, it's, it's such a great exercise. Like our children, mm -hmm. our older one, nine years old, he loves reading. So the other day I did an assessment for him. He's definitely way above. He's supposed to be a third grade level, but he's definitely grade four level now just from reading all the books and uh, and uh, really expanding his vocabulary and imagination for sure. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Yes, that's amazing. The benefit of that. Yeah. So in our book, right, we kind of, I did, I exposed the missing links in education. I also gave parents some like projects that they can help their children work on to develop those really important life skills, as you mentioned, and also to work on their entrepreneurship spirit and digital literacy. And you did this A to Z pathway, which is great. And we also have stories from like 30 plus amazing entrepreneurs. And uh, I know Julia and I, every day, she will be texting, I, oh my God, this story, I'll be like, oh my God. <laughs> so, <laughs> share. so maybe we can share a few stories from our book regarding those people who are taking a very non-traditional path, but they are having thriving businesses. They are feeling happy and fulfilled. So let's share a few stories. Mm, yes, yes. So this is chapter four, and I love that our whole book leads up to this. We're kind of what I call passing the mic over to people that have been self-led, self-started, and they're entrepreneurs and they're very successful and they will continue. Like we have some rising stars in this list. Um, we do have a couple big names, Seth Godin and Neil Patel. And I really admire your footwork, Dr. I, to make all the connections with people like that because you know through your show you got to know them and now like we can invite them to be a part of something amazing so that's just so cool so yeah. Godin, um we're going to be featuring a story from him where he's talking about um how school crushes dreams and it's just it's crazy to see his thoughts on this i've never realized how outspoken he was on the fact that school actually crushes the dreams of our young people. That's what he believes. Yeah, totally. And in that book, it's just such a, it's a long book. Everyone can read it. And he talks about, you know, when, when people ask him, hey, as parents, we homeschool, or, you know, we want to take an alternative way to raise our children. And they ask him, what should we do? And he said, there are only two things we need to teach our children. One is to learn to solve problems. The second one is to lead. And he also said, the only way for you to learn to solve problems is actually solving problems. The only way for you to learn to lead is actually leading. I was like, wow. And he said, the rest can be figured out. And, uh, and I actually recently Googled his children. And his children are also uh, taking very non-traditional paths and starting their own initiatives, new startups. And I think one of his uh, children's son actually learned how to code in seven days and got involved in some startup projects. Pretty impressive. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's amazing. And then we have Neil Patel who says that his, I think he said his biggest waste of time. We'll give you, we're gonna, we're giving you guys some teasers here. 
he said the biggest waste of time in his lifetime was going to college. Exactly. <laughs> That's how, oh, the stories you know, we're hearing. And so we're seeing this repeated in 30 plus lives, like the people we've connected to. And it's been a lot of footwork. I've connected to over 60, 70 people to find these 30. Dr. I's done some, tons of footwork as well. And what we're seeing in these final 30, we actually have a little over 30, I think, that's going in chapter four, individual little stories. What we're seeing is a repetition of the same pattern. And in fact, there's like this underlying, the same thing happened to all of them. And the saddest part of it is I see that when they were young and they're like Seth Godin calls that dreaming stage, we were all born with the ability to dream big. When they were young in school, that's where they heard things like, you're going to amount to nothing. If you don't get that A, you'll never make it to third grade. If you don't get speech therapy, you'll never learn how to speak like an adult. They heard things like you're a failure when they were in first and second grade. What's crazy is, you know, I saw that with my own kid in kindergarten. She was coming home every day. We decided to try the public school system and it's been a battle. I've chosen to be very active. I'm the one, you know, I'll cause ruckus if I need to. <laughs> and we found some excellent teachers in the school system, but it's been footwork to get to those people. So as long as she has an amazing teacher, I can teach her at home supplement and we see really good benefit. But her kindergarten experience was with a teacher who was so rigorous that when my five-year-old didn't settle down in class, she was made to sit in a corner at a desk by herself to learn. And she wasn't allowed to have any social interaction for hours. Mm -hmm. Like, are you serious? That really happened. And we see this in the stories of all these people we're featuring, like school is, you gotta watch out for school. <laughs> the school system is not a place where you're going to learn a lot of life success. If anything, it does what Seth Godin has talked about what all these entrepreneurs talked about actually happening to them, it'll do the opposite of give you life skills. It'll actually crush the ones you were born with. Mm -hmm. So I think the first chapter in the book where you come in, Dr. I, it's really good that you speak to parents. Like I think you give them so many nurturing ideas for their kids with hands-on projects they can do with their kids. And you kind of give parents, that's where we start in the book. We give parents, the way to help their kids dream. And then it's the A to Z pathway for anyone that I've developed on how to uncover your passion. And that's like a personality test. These are the things I wish they did in school. Like how cool would it be if you sat down in school and took a personality test? Exactly. And like, I mean, like it's such a great point. And uh, like even on this show, I have interviewed so many people are, everyone is talking about how important it is to design our life based on our core values, right? So when you yeah. think about traditional academic advising, nobody asks you about your core values right, or your personality. They look at your academic performance and then they do that and then design a career, right? You're really good at math, you should pursue this, this and that. That's why we have so many people who are unhappy, right? Like 70%, I think that's at least 70% of employees are not happy with their jobs because their job and their core values are not in alignment. Yeah, I, 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 so, so, I so agree, yeah, yeah. 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 So here is uh, a question from Pooja. And there are a few more interesting stories in our book I want to ask you. But let's answer this question from Pooja. I think it's a great question. So how can we contribute and change the way 
that schools are teaching the students in terms of not only academic, but also in real life? Mm. Great question. I think you can start. Yeah, I, I think the biggest way is we need more educators who are also practitioners, right? Yeah. So I became a teacher. The number one requirement is do I have that terminal degree? If I have a PhD, it doesn't matter if I have no or very little professional background, I can teach. And I think we really need to change that. And the second thing I think we need to change is that every single parent and teacher needs to understand some basics about neuroscience, like how people learn. And to me, this is such a missing piece. I was recently certified by neurocentric, uh, brain-centric design. And I actually learned, you know, human beings, we have three brains and how we can tap into the three brains to make learning more effective. I was like, oh my gosh, I never learned this with like two decades in education. Wow. I only knew the only way to teach was to lecture. Little did I know why I do that. We are actually activating the reptilian brain and it's now conducive to learning. I was like, oh my God, I wish I knew that earlier. It was, I really wondered why we don't learn this, right? How people learn, shouldn't that be a foundation for all the educators to teach? And we will also learn the damaging effect of labeling, right? Like label, stay with the kid, whatever. And so all those things, I think the biggest one is really to have more educators who are also practitioners, especially those who are teaching business, marketing, you know, entrepreneurship, because those people are not made in the classroom, they are made in real life. Yeah. But what do you want to add, Julia? Yes, yes, that's a great, great point. I think, um, you know, if there's students listening, if there's people that want to learn these digital skill sets, if you're at an age where you still like are considered, you know, you need a guardian, get your parents involved, tell them, I want to learn this digital skill. I want to see if I can write for a living, get them involved. And next February, you'll have this book to give them. Exactly. I love it. <laughs> Peter said he needs this book in his uh, life. I so great now. Like you know, by the time the book is here, your kid will be, will be older, and you can start very early for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. And then you—that's what you, you said, uh, Julia, right? It's like most parents and teachers are dictators, right? You have to learn this, you have to do this. But what I advocate is that we need to be collaborators. You know, co-design, co-create, and everything has to be based on the the child interest. Yes, so true. It, it, the whole system just, it kind of needs, it needs a rehaul. And I think it'll take a lot more than one person. I think it'll take, you know, a whole host of informed people. And I think that's our goal with this book is to, you know, I first told you, like, I think we can reach a million people. <laughs> Fire yes, yes, changing their lives. I mean, I, even now, like, I want to ask, like we have quite a few people here. We have quite a few parents here. Like when it comes to your own children's education, what is your number one concern? Like most parents and uh, students, I'm working with a group of students right now, their concern is uh, how can I get to college? And uh, I'm trying to steer their attention to look, you can do this, you can do that, but they're so brainwashed. 
you don't even see any alternative. Their immediate life goal is like just like you know improve my academic performance. I go to college. I think、uh, for our book, we're really trying to open up people's mind to show them like possibilities, right? I remember Julia, you told me about this guy. And、uh, who either dropped out of college, we have lots of dropouts featured, you know, or like he's hiring like his relatives, family, and friends who are all like masters and PhD degree holders who are working for him. I was like, that is an incredible story. So can you share that story with us? Yes, I was thinking of him whenever you said who to share. Like he was the first name. So you and I are on the same wavelength. So that is hopefully he he was、um, going to RSVP to watch this in our Facebook group. Which, by the way, guys, you can search for it on Facebook.、Um, skip the degree, save the tuition. It's called private book group. We're looking for more people to share the word. Like that's it. There's no obligation. You can also read it when it comes out in December. We will have a beta reader copy ready, so you can do that as well. Read. Um, you know, keep it confidential. Keep that book copy in the group,、um, but you can read it. We'd love early thoughts, and then sharing it in February. Join that group. So I think Josiah is watching there. If he is, shout out to him,、um, Josiah Town. So someone told me about this group. I had known back when I lived in Missouri before moving to Texas.、Um, we got to know a few families. We're amazing, amazing people, and. Um, this girl isn't married yet. She was awesome. She was my age. So the guy she is now married to has a kid with beautiful little family. She's married to this amazing small town entrepreneur, and his story was blowing our minds when we were reading it. So he, I believe, it's he didn't finish eighth grade, and all of his he has like nine brothers and sisters, and the majority of his brothers. Got master degrees. They got went on to get advanced degrees. Well, he didn't finish eighth grade. Well, guess what? He is now hiring his brothers who have master's degrees, and he has been able to create a life of you know financial freedom for himself. He's learned investing. He's created a top real estate firm in that town that's known. He has. Used、um, so many different branches of expertise and turn that into businesses and streams of income.、Um, he's a really quick learner. So at this year, he was telling me I was just like picking his brain for this interview. Picking his brain. The more I learned, the more amazed I was by this person who dropped out at eighth grade and has now created a life that maybe one percent of people have. So this year, he was playing around with the stock market. And he made a hundred thousand dollars profit, and you know, I was feeling pretty good because we had done we had played with the stock market. We did ten thousand. I feel so good. <laughs> like, I know, I know. Amazing. amazing. So that story incredible. That's incredible. Is is he also the person who said that almost the K twelve education is irrelevant, or is like a different person? So that actually was said by multiple people. One of the entrepreneurs that oh, by the way, sorry to interrupt you, Julia. Here、oh, is our Facebook group link. Anyone interested in becoming a beta reader of our book, and so feel free to request to join. Yeah, yeah. So several people actually told us that they were like,、um, we have several leading entrepreneurs that have done multiple millions. They're bigger than I am. Multiple millions in sales a year out of nothing. So these things. <laughs> Streams of income they started, and several of them have told us they think K through 12 is completely irrelevant. And one person told us、um, he has one of the top listened to podcasts in Apple. He told us grades are a complete illusion. 
and they mean nothing in real life. (laughs) What? (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Yeah, I think uh, he also did uh, a TEDx talk talking about, you know, why school sucks or like college is not worth it. Yeah, yeah. Mm Yeah, totally. I, I think there are like, you know, not everyone is going to agree. I think there is definitely value in going to school, especially yeah. going to become like a doctor, a lawyer, the very traditional path. But like for most people who are pursuing like a more creative path. And uh, I think all those stories will just make people feel like, oh, my God, you know, I never thought about it. Yes. The creative, intuitive people. I think that's like you and I fall in that category. That's this is, digital skills are on the rise. There's more people online than ever. There's more businesses that are hiring remote workers than ever because of the pandemic. So the opportunity to make a great income today has never been better. And I'm seeing what's interesting is as we headed into September and then October, I saw all the people around me that I had known for years. Many of them were, um, you know, kind of staying small. This year they went big and they actually hit the highest revenue months that they'd ever hit. One person that I follow had a one and a half million dollar week in September. I was like, what? I did that in a year. And I, (laughs) wow, that's incredible. That's incredible. Right. It's massive to make massive, massive. It reminds me of my, the interview we did last week. So this guy, he's working with high school students and he shared with us very few students are actually learned how to dream big, right? If you ask a high school kid, even though they should be full of imagination, all those things like, yeah, like just find, go to college, Mm -hmm. find a job. Very few of them are actually thinking if you ask them, Hey, how about making a million a week? They will be like, Oh my God, no, that's not for me. Right. Yeah, exactly. I love this mindset shift for sure. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I love this comment from Michael. Thank you for joining us live from the UK. And he said that in construction and engineering field, most of the lecturers and professors are actually working in the field. I think that's great. I think we should have definitely more professors who are actually practicing. And I can't tell you how much my own teaching has improved after I became a practitioner, for sure, for sure, yeah. I think there was uh, uh, there was a great comment. One of my mentors told me, if you write, uh, if you write 21 books on the subject you want to learn, you will be an expert by the 21st book. Self-teaching and learning is highly underrated. Yeah, that's kind of a curious journey, right? Yeah. Yes, 100%. Reading and doing. And that's part of the pathway, the A to Z pathway that we're sharing. It's completely unconventional. I don't think I'll land it here on your show. I think I'm going to make people wait to get the book. <laughs> yeah, so tell us more about this agency. I actually forgot to ask you. Yeah, tell me, tell us more about this pathway. So, yeah. you know, in our book, we talk about problems. We also give you solutions, right? So you are yeah. empowered. Yeah. Yes, yes. And it took a while. It was a struggle. It was um, tons and tons of work. But this is really the perfect year for me to create this pathway. So the pathway that's in the book, I've never shared it online. It's not in any blog. It's you're, like it's not it doesn't exist. So we create something that doesn't exist in the book. And it's a pathway with steps and what I call pathway tasks. I give you pathway tasks. You go through it in order. Um, you're reading through the book, you're writing, you're thinking, and you're doing. So you're following directions, you're doing. 
And what this teaches you is in the end, you will have a five, 10 year plan, five to 10 year plan of what you want to do with your life and where you want to be. And you're going to be inspired, motivated and challenged to dream bigger than you've ever dreamed. So we have, you know, we've weaved in so many examples and stories and lessons from what we were just talking about, practitioners. And one person, um, I actually just got a yes from her two weeks ago. So I don't even think you know this, Dr. I, um, the founder of impostorsyndrome.com, Dr. Oh Brown Young. Do you know her? Yeah, I, I, I don't know her, but yeah, yeah. So um, she is writing us an original piece about how to overcome limiting beliefs. And she wow. is a world leader on imposter syndrome. So that's part of the pathway is how to how to overcome all the limiting beliefs that you were either you were kind of bred into, you might have heard from your family, or you heard from the system, the public school system along the way, like you can't do this. If you don't get that a you won't succeed in life. That's a limiting belief that you were taught, you have to overcome that to dream big, like, a million a week. That's a huge, huge dream that most people don't dare to dream, but you can, you can actually dream that big. And sometimes the only difference between someone doing that versus someone not is they dared to dream that big and then they put a plan in place. So that's what we're doing in the book. We're really sharing something that's brand new. I don't think any of this has really been shared before. And it comes from, it's, it comes from two places. Um, you know, Dr. I is bringing to the book so much data and facts and studies that will blow your mind on why the system really needs to be challenged and it needs to be approached differently. Education needs to be rethought. And then you're giving us, you're giving parents tangible ways to do that with their kids. And then the rest of the book are stories from entrepreneurs and then this original pathway. And the pathway was kind of born from my work with about 500 students now in the Content Hacker Academy, we just hit over 500 and then hiring and mentoring the top people that have entered Express Writers. And what's interesting is a lot of the people that are at the top, they're earning the most in our agency, they're doing the best, or my students, they're also earning the most in their businesses. There's a repeated pattern, you know, so I kind of cultivated from that pattern, this pathway. So it definitely comes from a place of being proven, even though the pathway has never been published. So yeah, and you're, you would get to see that actual pathway whenever you read the book. I'm trying to, you know, I think we have something really special here. So I really want you to read the book. <laughs> I'll leave it there. <laughs> totally. Uh, even in my, uh, in my, this pathway is really amazing. I, I can't wait to read more like in details. And uh, even in my section, I also give you a pathway like for parents, if you are interested in really supplementing and teaching your children what the schools are not teaching them, I also give you a blueprint. And I think like we are definitely, what we're doing here is to really empower you so you can be self-sufficient, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah and, you're kind of giving the goal to the parents and then I'm like giving the pathway to the people. And I think that's like the perfect, like, that's just what we need. That's it's like a Bible. Need. Yeah, exactly. In, encyclopedia. Encyclopedia. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So learning dream big, this is a great uh, concept to give children and grown ups. Of course, you know, I mean, like I have joined so many coaching programs that I work with the students and I think, 
this learning how to overcome our own self-limiting beliefs is almost an issue or problem or concern for every single person that I have met, regardless of their age or like you know cultural background. It is very you can I think we can really reflect this through the traditional educational system and even the old parenting style, right? We're labeling our children and the system is also labeling our children. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So here great question so so right now so when is the book coming out and for those people who are we shared earlier interested in being a beta reader i share the facebook link so is there a place for people to pre-order the book i think everyone's really excited right now including myself. <laughs> i love it i love it well yes yeah, so the book will definitely be out february 2021 on amazon in all formats um and since this is my fourth book, I've gotten to know fourth self-published book. I've gotten to know the process. So it's Amazon is kind of a bear to deal with to get your book accepted and sent through. So we're really pushing deadlines right now to get everything done on time. So it comes out early February of 2020. And I think from everything that's that I see that we're doing, you know, I think that's definitely going to happen. So you can count on it. And that's to me, that's kind of rushing a book because my last book I actually spent three years on this book um, from inception to publishing was less than one year. <laughs> so what? But we did it. We did it. I think we're going to pull it off as crazy as that is. Exactly. I think now it's like perfect timing, right? With online education, uh, remote working, people lose their jobs. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's going to change my people's lives. And also we have, so besides today's sneak pick this interview so starting next year julia and i we have prepared a very exciting series of interviews for you guys some of the stories that julia and i we have just shared with you and we are going to invite those people on this live streaming stage to share some of their stories with you so you can ask questions like right now and interact yeah. with them, socialize with them and get immediate answers yes 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 i'm so excited reading your comments looks like we have a book recommendation from lance oh the magic of thinking big by david oh yeah that's the great book we should check it out i i, I don't know that book yet so i look forward to checking it out yeah i mean like it's a huge, when I was uh, still teaching at my associate professor position, I was like, wow, one day if I could make it to six figure, life would be amazing. Now I'm like, thinking, wow, what am I thinking? That is so small, right? Yes. And when I look at many of my friends who are still in education, you think that, wow, once I reach to that six figure, that would be my life will be it's so amazing. And now I see myself in them the old me so yeah very yes. interesting. and that's one thing we're doing in the book too and our pathway is along with yes you have a financial wealth goal that's something you're going to be working on as you go through our book but one other thing is even before that wealth goal and you know i've learned this the hard way i thought once i hit that seven figure number once i hit this number that's where you know amazing things will happen fireworks will go off and i will be happy <laughs> Like you need purpose attached to that financial goal. So that's another thing we're really covering in the book is how to not just pull out your passion and what you love doing, but connect it to purpose and then work from that place. And there's another good book that I recommend 
Uh, we talk about it in the book. We actually were able to get some original content from this author, Todd Rose, The End of Being Average. That is an excellent book. It will challenge you to rethink like status quo, why there's an average, what does average even mean, and how average is also kind of an illusion, <laughs> just like grades are, which one of our entrepreneurs has said. Yeah, totally. I mean, such a, such a great book. Yeah, I watched his TEDx talk and uh, definitely a fan of the, the book. It is so interesting when you think about it. No children, you know, every single child is so different. Nobody is standardized. But then why do we really incorporate this standardized, you know, exam system? It doesn't really work. Yeah. So here yeah. I missed this question. We're going to wrap this up from uh, Josiah. He asked, how do we integrate this life-changing education, kind of this new paradigm that we're talking about right now into a high school? I feel like not even into high school, but like K-12, the earlier the better, right? Yes, 100%. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think, I mean, our dreams are big, right? Because you and I, we, we've shattered our own <laughs> limiting beliefs. And we now dream big. So I think this pathway, um, you know, we're going to see how the book does. I have no doubt it'll do really well because we have something of extraordinary value. Once the book is out, I would love to turn the pathway into you know, a curriculum, something, a program that Dr. I can use that maybe we pitch to schools and they embody into a set of curriculum. Because what I think we have is a way people can step into meaning, purpose, and then map that into a digital skill set that makes money. And that's, you know, that's revolutionary. I don't, it's, there are things like that that exist for sure. I don't want to say like we're so original, there's no one like us, but it's really unique. I'll say that. So yeah. I think that is really going to be powerful. I mean, totally. Even for the, like I, I was thinking, you know, I, I think there should be a follow up to this book, right? Julia, you were yeah. talking about making this into a curriculum. And even for me, for my part, I have a few, I shared five different product-based learning ideas that children and parents can apply, even though you don't have an educational background. I tell you exactly step one, step two, step three. And doing that has inspired myself to write a separate book on this topic. But anyway, I'm thinking about doing a, a few videos for every project I want to do a video to show you this is how to do it maybe interview some of my my own students to let them share their reflection even my own children so i'm also thinking about kind of follow up right so maybe we can yes do a follow-up project together or something like that yeah 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 this is, a movement. This is really how i see this right this is a global movement and excited to have everyone here join us on this global movement a different way to learn and succeed yeah. in life yeah yes. yeah Exactly. Well, yeah, everyone here, you know, you, you can change your own life, start there, follow what you love doing. And then, you know, how can you make a difference? How can you help the education system? You know, any help to spread the word of this book when it's out, like we have really, our goal is not like our goal, we're working for meaning with this book, right? So I've put in way more already than I'll ever make in the first year of the book income, but it was worth it. It was so worth it because I think we have something that will impact lives. So, you know, everyone listening has the opportunity to spread the word, share the book, share this website, savethetuition.com. There's a wait list. You can sign up, be one of the first to hear when it comes out. If you have the time to read the book in December, consider being a beta reader. And that way you can help us share it when it's out and speak from a place of, I read this book and I really liked it. 
you know, we want to, we don't just want you to say, oh yeah, read this book. We want you to know what it's about. And that's why we're inviting beta readers in to share whenever it's out. So you speak from a place of authenticity and not just, this is a good book, go read it. Cause Julia and Dr. I wrote it. <laughs> that is also a reason, right? <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yes, everyone make sure a few of you have already requested to join our group. So if you haven't done so already, make sure you join us. And uh, any final parting piece of advice? I do want to ask you, Julia, you are a very successful entrepreneur, you know, author of four books. So what do you think are the important uh, soft skills and the hard skills that you have developed along the way really contributed to your success today? Mm, yes. So I think um, it's definitely been an evolving pathway. And it's not, it's not something that especially young people watching people that are new, you don't have to learn all this right away. That's really important because you will overload. And then retention goes down whenever you get overloaded. So my path was very organic and natural. I went and found mentors when I realized, Oh, I don't have the skill set, learn from them, build that skill set, wove wove it into my pathway and then just kept going. So it's a matter of just continuing to go and picking up skills when you're working from a place of your passion and purpose, whether that's starting a real estate firm or beginning a digital business, you know, whatever it looks like. And our pathway in the book is all about working. So like one thing we teach, we know, both of us know is the value of hard work that cannot be understated. There is so much value in as one of my favorite mentors, Steve Rayson, sold his company for multiple seven figures, did, did several digital exits. Um, Steve Rayson has said, it all comes down to how much later you're going to work than your competition. <laughs> like That is 100% true. So that's in our pathway is just the value of sitting down and laboring and working at your craft. So, you know, along the way, the skills that I picked up organically, not, you don't want to work from a place of just stuffing these skills down your mouth. You want to do it organically and naturally because we're human. You can't force this. We're not robots. Um, leadership is such an important soft skill. Once you have that, you will be able to do pretty much anything, whether it's speak from stage, lead a group of people, grow your brand, be known, be an authority figure. And leadership comes from serving first. So for me, I was writing, serving all my clients. I was the person behind the scenes doing, I was the salesperson, I was the marketing person. And that's often where you start when you're a solopreneur, becoming an entrepreneur, you start from a place of being one person. And today was really cool. We talk about this in the book, we have stories, um, like the story of Jacob McMillan, who is one copywriter, and he's doing incredible numbers as one person. So like, you don't have to grow this giant team to sell high ticket things and make a lot of income. So that's also a misconception. We have a lot of misconceptions. We're blasting in the book as well. There's a oh, lot of good stuff here. So much good stuff. I mean, stuff. like, sorry to interrupt you. And this is a, another one, another big one is that I have to go to college in order to have a fulfilling job. That is a huge misperception, right? Look at Julia, yeah. look at all the stories we feature in the book. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And I think, so Seth Godin said leadership, right? And so I've seen that as really important. And then just, before you get to leadership, that kind of comes naturally when you're humbly learning and serving. And then 
Um, you know, tangible skills would be to learn how to use different tools like Slack, um, Google Suite, Google Docs, Google Excel, Canva, how to make an image, like all that will make you invaluable pretty much wherever you go in the digital world. If you know how to generate a beautiful image in, you know, less than an hour, that's a value to employers. Oh my God. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, that's kind of what I'm working with my students right now. It, it, another misperception is because they use social media all the time, everyone just automatically assume they are digitally savvy, right? They know how to post on social media. They know how to do content marketing. It is absolutely not true at yeah. all. The difference is getting strategic, right? You can create content all you want. You can put it out there. But is it actually strategic? And is it actually netting revenue? No, yeah, exactly, exactly. And uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's, that's they're, unfortunately, they are now learning. Very few of them are actually learning because we have so few educators who are actually on social media. Yeah. But anyway, we could go on and on about that. So please do share with us, Julia. And once again, where can people learn more about you? And you are just absolutely amazing. Your social media handles and uh, all the good stuff. <laughs> all the good stuff. So you can um, find me on Amazon, Julia McCoy. All my books are there. If you like um, narrative books, like like really well written fictions, my third book that came out is not the typical nonfiction. It's a very Hopefully, my goal was, and I've heard so far, it's working. You won't be able to put it down. So my third book, Woman Rising, A True Story, that was definitely, I see Sean said, a labor of love. That book was a labor of love, three years of writing <laughs> my story and you know, going through the trauma of my past, letting it go, and then talking about how I built my own pathway. So Julie McCoy on Amazon for all my books, Twitter, also Julie E. McCoy is my handle, YouTube, I'm publishing one video there a month, my next one will come out in a couple weeks. Um, Julie McCoy on YouTube as well. And then contenthacker.com. There, uh, that is where I teach. So that's my academy. And then expresswriters.com is where my team and my agency exists. Uh, so much more amazing. I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see my friend Sapa here. Thank you. Amazing educator herself. Yeah. yeah. I'm really excited. Yeah, I got lots of educator friends who are actually excited to read this book. Yeah. But anyway, thank you so much again, Julia. Uh, let me share our website one uh, one more time. So this is our website. Go check it out and request to join our Facebook group and make sure. I want you to come here every Friday, but definitely bookmark your calendar for next year where we are going to interview all those amazing entrepreneurs to blow your mind away regarding their yeah. success, their journey, their just like awesomeness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you so much, Julia, my dear friend. And thank you so much, everyone, for joining us live from all over the globe, for staying up late. I really appreciate you all. Have a great weekend, and I hope to see you again next Friday or Saturday, the same time, same location. Bye, everyone. Bye.